Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of the Four Vaginas Only podcast. In this episode, we're going to talk a little bit about the roots of gynecology and how it relates to Black history. It's February, it's Black History Month, and we need to dive into kind of the twisted nature of gynecology when it comes to Black history. So a little bit of a different episode today, but if you're curious about how gynecology started and how it connects to Black women, Black history, then listen to this episode. But first, let's cue the music. Hello, and welcome to Four Vaginas Only, the podcast about everything female. I'm your host, Dr. Celestine, bringing you important information about understanding your health and body in the way you wish your doctor would actually explain it. Hey guys, Dr. Celestine here, board certified obstetrician and gynecologist who has only really in the most recent years fully understood what it means to be a black gynecologist. Um, it's hard to put into words. Looking into the history of gynecology though and how deeply rooted in slavery and misuse and abuse of black women, um, you know, it's definitely sad, but it also makes me feel empowered to be the one in the field now. You know, like you abused us for so many years to create gynecology. And now a black woman is standing here and is a gynecologist and is working on changing the game and is working on making sure that everybody in my practice feels equal and putting information out there for the internet in order to help better the field and help close this racial inequality gap. Every little bit helps and I'm glad to be a part of it. Um, so yeah, <laughs> in this episode though, we're going to talk a little bit about how black history started and how gynecology was rooted in slavery and end a little bit on a positive note and talk about some of the great achievements that black people have done in, um, in medicine. And I think kind of started from the bottom. Now we're here is couldn't be any more accurate when it comes to this whole thing. So let's get into it. Okay, so first and foremost, Black History Month. It's not always exactly how we knew it to be. So in 1915, there was Negro History Week. And the week was chosen because it included birthdays of Frederick Douglass and former President Abraham Lincoln. And it wasn't until 1976 that it actually became Black History Month when U.S. President Gerald Ford extended the recognition to, quote, honor the too often neglected accomplishments of Black Americans in every area of endeavor throughout our history, end quote. Now that is a freaking quote. <laughs> Tell me about it. So it's only been celebrated since 1976 of Black History Month. Now, gynecology, the roots of gynecology are so twisted. Um, there was a physician, James Marion Sims, who has always been noted as the father of modern gynecology, which is insane after you hear the story. So basically, he performed crude experiments without adequate anesthesia to 
black women that he bought in order to do this. And they were enslaved black women. And he started performing surgeries on them in order to figure out certain things like repairing a fistula in one woman named Anarka over and over and over again until he finally did it. He actually, she was pregnant and there's questions about whether or how she got pregnant, which opened up her old fistula so that he could then try to figure out how to repair it almost purposefully, which is insane. And there's three women that are noted over and over that he experimented on three black enslaved women, Anarka, Lucy, and Betsy. But there were others. Um, those are the ones that we know for sure by name. Um, those are the ones whose certain statues have been erected in their honor and things like that. But there were others that he performed the surgeries on to become this father of modern gynecology. And this was in the 1800s. And even after doing this, um, these experimental procedures on these enslaved black women, he became the president of the American Medical Association in 1875 and the American Gynecological Society in 1879. Nobody saw any issues with this. And that just kind of, it boils my blood a little bit. <laughs> and it shows you how deep racism is. He even operated on Irish women who came to the United States as immigrants. Apparently, they were also seen back then as not, you know, like inferior to other white Americans. And one in particular that was named in this book, which I'll get to, um, her name was Mary Smith. And it's noted that she was operated on at least 30 times to repair her fistula by Dr. Sims. So this book, a lot of the stuff that was unveiled is in this book called Medical Bondage, Race, Gender, and the Origins of American Gynecology. Um, it's an interesting book. I can't say it. I, I have not read it cover to cover, but some of the things that I've read from it, the excerpts that I've seen from it are just earth shattering, shocking, sad, but also a little bit as a black woman in America, I'm not surprised. <laughs> So, I mean, I laugh. It's not funny. It's really, it's uncomfortable, but I'm, I'm not surprised. And this man went on to be the board on the board of, you know, for gynecology from big name organizations, which is insane. It goes back in time. There's this article that was posted in Health Equity in 2021 called Obstetrics and Gynecology Reparations, the debt we owe and continue to accumulate. And that part's in parentheses, which is hilarious to me because it's so true. And it talks about you know, Henrietta Lacks using her bodily tissue without permission and compensation. Doctors performing a, quote, Mississippi appendectomy on a lady named Fanny, sterilizing her without her consent. Um, it talks about what I just talked about with Dr. Sims and just the mistreatment of black and brown bodies for many, 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 many years. And that's because black women are seen as less than. We still are. Um, if you look at the OBGYN health outcomes today, like the article talks about, black women in the United States are more than three times more likely to experience a pregnancy-related death than white women. Even when you control for education and income, black women have higher rates of preterm birth and small for gestational age neonates. And black infants have a mortality rate that's two times that of white infants. They're dying two times more often. It's just insane when it comes to, you know, cancers, it's disproportionate. When it comes to fertility, it's disproportionate. And 
this article says something funny or interesting. It says, for decades, medicine has propagated the premise that there was an innate intrinsic difference among blacks that accounted for these shockingly disparate outcomes. But it's very clear now that racism and oppression, not race, is driving health inequities. Yes, mic drop. Like, seriously, that's the only way that they could do the things that they did back in the 1800s with Dr. Sims. In terms of, they just saw black women as and black people as less than operating on us without anesthesia, saying that we don't feel the same way that they feel, so it's okay to do so. I mean, insane. And blaming our bodies look different, so, you know, this is why we have such bad or different outcomes. No, 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 no. It's racism, it's oppression, and it's a societal problem. It's not just in medicine, it's everywhere. So instead of the father of modern gynecology, that needs to be scrapped. It is now the mothers of gynecology, the Betsy, Anarka, Lucy, all the other women that were unjustly abused, basically, for advancing medicine. And I use finger quotes in that, like hard finger quotes. The mothers of gynecology is really where it's at. So that is the root of my field. That is the root of where I am and what I do every day, which is wild to think about. But you know, I think it's it's good that I'm here. It's good that I'm here. So I'll leave kind of this part of the podcast on that sentiment. Let's talk about the great things we've done since then. Let's talk about how we're advancing the field and how black women are needed and pioneering the field. The first black woman gynecologist, Helen Octavia Dickens. She was the first African-American woman to be admitted to the American College of Surgeons in 1950 and specialized in obstetrician or obstetrics and gynecology. 1950. That wasn't that long ago. And there are women that have been innovating from the very beginning, like Mary Beatrice Davidson Kenner, who made the first sanitary belt that preceded the sanitary pad that we use with our menstrual periods. There's the first female physician ever in the United States, Rebecca Lee Crumpler. Mary Eliza Mahoney, the first black licensed nurse in the United States. The first black maternal fetal medicine doctor, Dr. Yvonne Thornton. I mean, there's so much that we've contributed now. So many of us now in the field, which is still underrepresented, but a lot more than before. And, you know, I'm proud to be an obstetrician and gynecologist. I'm proud to be a black obstetrician and gynecologist, a black female, a black doctor. I'm just, I'm glad to be in good company. And it's funny how, you know, we talk about the inequalities of everything that happened that led us to gynecology with Dr. Sims and all of this injustice for black women and the slaves back in the 1800s. And we're rolling right from Black History Month straight into Women's History Month. So, (laughs) I mean, it's just, let's just keep these conversations alive because I think it's important. And that's it. That's all I have for you. A little history lesson, a little education on Black history and gynecology. And although it's not my normal type of podcast, I still think that having this out there and teaching this to as many people as as there are that want to listen is important. It's part of my job. It's part of what I do. So thank you guys so much for listening to this Four Vaginas Only podcast episode, and I will catch you in the next one. Bye.